You only have so much time. And you have a big assignment. I want the entire world to hear the gospel in my generation. I want every person on this planet to be saved. We open God's Word today together to be subject to it, to be taught by it, to be instructed. Let's go. What you're saying right now is, how did we get here? Well, because people do not believe in the sufficiency of Scripture. Is ultimately, that's where it is. Yep. Being Reformed is more than just affirming the five solas. It's more than just affirming Tula. No one is outside the reach of Christ and His blood. If we are truly Reformed, there should be a sanctification, a desire to be sanctified by Christ, by holding onto as tight as we can the one who makes us white as snow. You can no more born yourself again than you born yourself the first time. Just so that you guys don't think we're just pulling stuff out of our cans here. Welcome to Matter of Theology. A.G. Martin, Chris Huff, Nick Steineken. Mm -hmm. Today's Yo. episode, we are talking about a Christian's response to government. Mm. Yeah. Fascinating show. And, and, and even potentially what... Where where Christians should stand on their view of what the role of government should be, hmm. I think that'd be I think that would be uh, a good a good topic to to kind of put in here yeah. since we're talking about yeah. uh, since we're talking about government. Mm -hmm. Just vote pro life, pro life. That's right. I was about to say, don't overcomplicate it. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's not. If you got somebody who's willing to uh, participate in, in the murder of unborn children, you should not vote for that person. I agree. There you go. All right. Well, thanks for listening today. You guys have a great day. <laughs> but uh, I think I think uh, Chris really wanted to <clears throat> to go for this show, so I think you should lead it in. Sure. With the talk. Yeah. I mean, the plan was initially I was gonna um, I was gonna, gonna kind of tackle this one um, by myself. His schedules were 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 kind of tough for the three of us to get together, but. Um, I mean, but, but, and, and actually in, in the past, I have preached a sermon on this, um, uh, this, this topic. And, um, uh, so, but, but here's, here's the deal. Um, we as believers, uh, as those who would say that, uh, that the Lord has regenerated us, saved us, um, and our society, we are so very, very quick um, and especially from behind a keyboard or a microphone, um, to jump on and, and, and throw our voice and opinion, uh, in, in very harsh ways and non-biblical ways when it comes to political activism, social activism, um, and we jump on that bandwagon mm -hmm. big time, mm -hmm. um, and uh, and I know a lot of our uh, a lot of our listeners uh, do that with the people that we see on social media, um, you know, and, and, and it seems that every election cycle you have pulpits and committees and 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 social media groups and 
stuff like that that is all formed around politics and it's all it's all done in an attitude of dissension um, and revolt um, and bashing uh, the government and those who are in elected office. Now, look, there are people, and I'm not going to name names, but there are people in office right now that um, are absolutely making a mockery of themselves. We don't need to um, get on social media and repost and tear those people down. I should probably repent of that. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it as well. Um, not recently, but I have done it. Um, in- I, have, I have not. Nick is the the truly sanctified one. No, no, no. I just I just don't use social media. I just his Facebook I, currently has cobwebs on it. Yes. If you go to his and, page and it's my got and my Instagram, yeah. they both are absolutely uh, uh, from the uh, dark ages. Yeah, I mean, but look, I mean, and 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 it's from everything from Christian. You know, it's it's that it's that mentality that if you're uh, if you're Christian, you have to vote Republican mm-hmm. just because of the fiscal conservative issues. Mm-hmm. Um, when, just like Nick said to start us off, ultimately, um, as a believer, um, it, it would be my conviction based on what we see in Scripture mm-hmm. uh, that you should not vote for a party that supports the murder of children mm-hmm. in the womb or right after. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that 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 being you know th- that that being a little different there. But so so w- I think I think w- what we what we're trying to say in in that is to uh, biblically prioritize how you are going to respond to a particular uh, president presidential candidate or senatorial candidate or uh, gubernatorial candidate in your state or or any of these things you you need to know you need to know what the bible says and you need to be unwilling to compromise on what scripture says Absolutely. and those need to, those issues need to take priority over is this person going to come in and you know uh, take my guns. T- take my guns, which is, they shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't because. But that's just th- an example. Th- that's yeah. that's a low. That's a lower priority than someone who supports and is pushing for and is pushing for you as taxpayers to pay for abortion. Right, and 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 we'll. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Um, you know, but, but here, here's kind of how I wanted to lead us in and then, and then we're, we're wide open here is, you know, we as believers, um, and I've been there, uh, and it was, it was the Lord, uh, through scripture, uh, through, uh, Romans 13 and first Peter two specifically that, um, that, that, that used that his, the Holy spirit used his word as that sword, as we talked about in the sufficiency of scripture episode, to convict me and to pierce uh, my heart when and when it comes to this stuff, we don't need to have this incredible preoccupation with inciting political and social change as believers. That's not our mission. Okay, that's that's not our mission. Now, and here's why: ultimately, whether because well of our views of eschatology. Whether you're pre-mill, post-mill, or ah-mill, the point is, the Lord is sovereign and on his throne. The point is that he is returning and will set up a kingdom and a government that is absolutely perfect. 
And he has given clear commands in scripture on how we are to, uh, how we are to be subject to and to submit ourselves to not blindly, um, not blind obedience, not mechanical obedience as we just go, Oh, well, the government said it, so I have to do it. But we willingly submit ourselves to them. Um, remembering this as Romans 13 says this, and I'll start us off by reading just, just the first two verses here. Every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities for there is no authority except from God and those which exist are established by God. Therefore, whoever resists authority has opposed the ordinance of God and they who have opposed will receive condemnation upon themselves. Um, so from that point, I, we're, we're wide open. That was just kind of my, my opening thoughts. And yeah. <clears throat> um, I think that it's important for believers to understand that when it says that those who resist will incur judgment, mm-hmm. I, 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 I think there's a time and a place where we should be willing to incur that judgment. Sure. Let's look at Acts four and five. Yeah. Right. Right. There should there should there is a time and a place for a Christian to say, I am willing to incur whatever the judgment of this government is because I'm standing for what the Bible says. All right. Say that again. Say it again. Mm-hmm. And I want you guys to listen to how Nick worded that. We should be willing. Willing. We should be willing to incur judgment at times from the greater magistrate, the government. That's right. When standing for what is clear biblical truth, yep. And when when the government wh- where the where you're being subject to or submitting yourselves to the government ends is when the government tells you to stop doing something that God has commanded or to start doing something that God has not commanded. But the key is that you are willing, not begrudgingly, not complaining and arguing as Philippians 2:14 says to not do but you are willingly going to accept joyfully going to accept the consequences of standing for the truth in love still honoring and respecting those who have authority over you whether you like it or not right and I, I think I think and I think early in Acts is is a great place to point yeah. to. I mean, it it really is. I mean, um, <clears throat> just having uh, Peter and and John standing before the the uh, the council and yep. and 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 proclaiming that you can let us go from here, but if you tell me that we're not to speak the name of Jesus, when you let me go from here, I'm going to speak the name of Jesus. Yeah, Acts 4.19, Peter and John answered them, uh, this counsel, whether it is right in the sight of God to give heed to you or rather than to God, you be the judge. Verse 20, for we cannot stop speaking about what we have seen and heard. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Look at how they did that, though. Mm-hmm. That that's, that's key. And ultimately, that's it. It's, you know, wh- what's the attitude behind it? Right. What, what's the heart behind it? Um, and it's not easy. I'm not, I'm not sitting here going, well, you should just be subject to and, and take it, take it like a man. You know, that's, that's not what I'm saying. Um, but there are clear commands in scripture on how we are to respond. Um, I mean, and look, I mean, there, 
if you are speaking out in a way that's trying to tear down, make fun of um, uh, someone who ultimately the Lord has allowed in his sovereignty to be in office and in an authority over you, who are you really speaking against? That person or the one who allowed it? That's right. That's And that's what's convicting to I, me. I mean, in that you think about Nero. Right. And Nero, that's right. Paul, Paul yeah. told Timothy mm-hmm. to pray for the kings and rule and authority over you. And That's at right. that time, mm-hmm. it was Nero. It was and in Nero. 70 AD, look what he did to, mm-hmm. to, to, in, I mean, to, to the temple That's right. and to Israel. Well, well, I mean, just even Christians, right? He, he used them as torches in his garden party. Yeah. You know? It's awful. I mean, it was awful. And Paul, and that was going to be one of my points later, but Paul prayed. He told Timothy to pray for him. Mm-hmm. Pray for his soul. That's right. Pray for salvation. Pray for because ultimately, that I mean, you want to incite political and social change. The only thing that's going to do that is if someone is changed from the inside out. Mm-hmm. And the only way that happens is the proclamation of the gospel through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's right. And so that's our mission, right? Matthew Matthew twenty eight, Mark sixteen, mm-hmm. preach the gospel, make disciples. That's the mission. Mm-hmm. Jesus didn't come to incite social change. He didn't come to set up a new world order. He came to, he did not come um, to to change uh, or or to establish a political order, but a spiritual one, and that's the church. Okay, stop preaching. Up. Keep 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 going there in in Romans thirteen. Um, oh yeah, man. I mean, I, th- I mean there, there's. Yeah, I think I think we just let's keep let's keep working yes. through this. This is a great text for it's an uh, amazing text for for, for uh, verse three. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. That's right. Right. So if you're if you submit yourself to the authority, the rulers sh- they are not going to they are not going to incur that judgment. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and mm-hmm. you will receive his approval. Mm-hmm. Right? Do for the for he is God's servant for your good. Now, <clears throat> that that right there, that verse is going to be hard for every Christian to swallow. Absolutely. At some point in time, it, it, whether whether you whether you wanted Hillary to be the president or whether you wanted Trump to be the president. Either way, half the country of Christians is going to be dealing with that pill, and it's going to be a hard one to swallow yep. to, for you to be able to say that that person is God's servant for your good. God knows what this country needs. God knows what individuals in this country need. God is... Working out his sovereign plan. That's right. Through whomever it is that takes office. And by the way, by the way, vengeance belongs to the Lord. Amen. And uh, if you have someone who is put in office who is wicked and making wicked laws and passing wicked laws then God is going to incur his judgment upon them for them enacting these laws that the people under them are going to have to submit to. And, and can I just say there, too, that if there is a cruel uh, person um, or a person— look, look, we, we all the time abuse 
the institutions that God has set up to be good, right? Absolutely. Marriage oh, is yeah. a huge one, oh, and yeah. government is also another one. Just oh, because yeah. there's someone in office, and, and, and we saw this with our last president. There were multiple things passed that I know that I can confidently say that I did not agree with mm. at all. And the Bible doesn't agree and, with. Absolutely. And the, that's the reason, one of the biggest reasons I didn't agree with him is because mm. it goes against the teachings of Scripture. That's right. Um, and there were a couple times that I did respond to um, uh, President Obama on Twitter, knowing that he was probably never going to read it, just not tearing him down, but being like, this is wrong based on Scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, and But look, a cruel person that enacts those wicked laws, don't lose your train of thought, Nick, because I mm-hmm. want you to keep going, mm-hmm. but I just want to say this. It does not reflect on the character or nature of God. It does not lessen his purity. It That's does right. not yeah. take away from the fact that he set up government to be an institution for yeah. our protection and good. Right. So right. In, 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 and so a cruel person that, that enacts wicked laws, that, that, that passes, you know, passes these laws like we saw in New York recently. Mm-hmm. Drew, you did a, a yeah. podcast on it where it was... Um, it was talking about, you know, that people are celebrating when a law got passed um, as far as abortion, the clapping and stuff like that. Just because stuff like that gets set up, it doesn't reflect on his character any more than someone who abuses the institution of marriage. Right. And, I, and I think and in, in, in this this is this leads us into, you know, I mean, well, it it, it makes me think of Romans chapter one. And exactly. And 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 the truth of the matter is, is God may have that wicked person in that position because we're already being judged as a country that Amen. is that is that 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 wicked person that's put there and that is in enacting and putting into place wicked laws that is that is that is a result of God's judgment. That is that is Absolutely. Judgment. Look and, at Isaiah. Look yeah. at right when Isaiah is prophesying about all that's going to happen. Um and, and that that was part of what was going to happen to the nation Israel because of their sin. Mm, and it's right. the same thing you get you you hear all the time anytime anybody political especially the president gets on on TV to make a statement what's the last thing he says? Mm. God bless them. God bless these United States. Mm. God bless America. Mm. But we really do have to stop and ask Roman, based on Romans one, are we in blessing or are we in judgment? Absolutely. Now, look, there are no, there is no such thing as a Christian country. That's right. That's right. There's no such thing as a Christian country. There mm-hmm. are Christians, there are individuals, and there may be countries and governments that hold to Christian principles for a time, mm. but there's no Christian country, and America is not one. And we're not moving toward that. Sorry, post mills. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but we're not moving toward Christian countries. We can pray for right. revival, and 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 out and 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 my personal feeling is, not feeling. My personal thoughts about this are that we are we are going to there is going to be a revival in this country because right now we are being driven. We are in judgment in my in my mind. Sure. We are under the, the judgment of God right now. Mm. I think he has removed the boundaries from this country. Well, and, and well it, I would say he hasn't removed them fully, but he no. is loosening it's, his yeah, hands. Oh, sure. That's right. Sure. There's not a full there's not a full turning over uh like like we see in Romans one, but, but it's moving. But, there. but 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 we're moving and I believe that God is is beginning to uh loosen those boundaries and what happens is the the true wheat will get separated from the chaff 
the 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 true the sheep will be separated from the goats with and I think even within the church. Yeah. I think I mean this is, you know, there is t- there is time when persecution comes where we find out who really is on our team. Oh sure. We're, sure. We're, and 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 that's where revival happens. Right? Mm-hmm. Revival comes from uh the wheat now being separated from the tares as we see it. Right, we begin to see see that the visible church is now beginning to be brought away from the invisible church, right. and the the invisible church in that time is strengthened, and it and is and is dives deeper into God's word and deeper into fellowship with one another, and from that we really can see revival truly happen. And and you know, I'm not trying to make any prophetic statements here. I just I I I I sense that I sense that that's happening, uh, and that 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 this country is moving in that direction. Uh, it, just because of what I see in the church, the church is not doing their job. The church is not being the church very well in in this country, and uh, and and those who are truly standing for the truth, we're beginning to be separated away from oh, yeah. those who really just kind of are nominal you know, come to Sunday school kind of type Christian, you know, quote unquote Christians. Well, you see it the more, the more you see the visible, uh, the visible church start to stand for and, and, and capitulate to, I love that word. Thank you. Uh, capitulate to society and culture. You're starting to see them be drawn away. And, and the people that are standing up for the truth are going, going, Hello, hello. The Bible, right? Can, can we can we get back to the word? Right. Can we get back to the fact that our mission is to go and make disciples mm-hmm. and not incite social change? Right. Can we get back to the mission mm-hmm. to the fact that heart issues are is the real issue? Mm-hmm. That we don't need to be concerned with the temporal, but the eternal. That's right. And the eternal is souls. Mm-hmm. People are dying and going to hell every day while you're standing there saying that you deserve reparations for something that never happened to That's you. That's right. That's right. And we see, and we see that we see we see what the cost is. Right. We see what the cost is look at the reformation look at what bloody mary did look at the cost look at the blood that was shed of of, of christians who stood for the truth and you know are are are, are we going to be that generation of christians is that going to be us where we are persecuted for the truth and the body of of christ is strengthened because of it i mean the reformation was a rich time mm. but it cost people's it cost people's lives yeah. blood was shed in order a to lot of blood. It, it was it was shed in order to in order to solidify and bring back the church to the sufficiency and and the word of of god and the sufficiency of scripture and and, and that may very well be in this country that that we're it's going to have to come to that point where we just have we just have a few we just have a remnant that are fighting and standing and clawing and scratching and screaming for the truth and 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 people are going to give their lives but there's going to you know but revival can come from that so i don't know you know i'm just spitballing here but well look at what happened in paul's day right okay so paul's writing this romans okay and, and and people, you'll you'll hear people all the time say things, um, you know, like, "Well, Chris, you, you don't really know how bad it is, right?" Well, okay, look, and 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 look at what Jesus said, 
Look at how Jesus said, render to Caesar what is Caesar's. Mm-hmm. You look at what was happening in, 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 their, in the government and the hierarchy of, uh, of society at those points. We, they didn't have liberties mm-hmm. like we have. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the freedoms that we have. Okay, there was persecution. There was hardship. I mean, Paul is writing us in a time when he, uh, I mean, goodness gracious, people were being persecuted and killed. You know, in Jesus's day, look, we don't have it so bad. And I was telling Drew this the other day. I'm like, no, there's not been an edict to come down from the government that every male child under the age of two is to be killed while mothers stand there and weep. Mm-hmm. We don't have it that bad. Now, that's, right. that's not, that's right. hear me, let me let me express this. That's not making light of any persecution that we do receive. Mm-hmm. That's not making light of anything anyone's been through. Right. But the point is, Scripture is clear on how we are to respond mm-hmm. to the authorities and the institutions that the Lord has placed in our lives. I mean, mm-hmm. we just read it in Romans 13. Mm-hmm. Why is government there? Mm-hmm. To bear the sword. Exactly. Government has pretty much overstepped its bounds in, oh, ev- sure. in every single aspect of life. And that's the frustrating part. Yeah, and I'm not the, defending the no, government, no, by no, the way. No, 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 like, no, no. I'm just, that's just, the, that's the frustrating part for Christians is we look at what the Bible says where okay, well, you know, you get a you're you're you get arrested if uh you know, and and I'm not saying that anyone should drive under the influence, but you get arrested when you didn't actually do anything wrong, right? You didn't hurt anybody. You just potentially could have hurt somebody. Well, that's the that's the government overstepping their bounds, in my opinion, because the government is there to bear the sword for someone who is sinning against another human being who is. Uh, and, and so I just I think and, and, and for education, I mean, you, I mean, the government's not meant to educate children. That's not what the government was created for. The government was not created for institutionalized education. That's that's not that's not what the government's for. Education is is a family issue. Education is is supposed to be come from within the family. Um, now now, at, obviously, I'm not saying that we should do away with public schools. I mean, that's I was I'm a product of a public school. Uh, I think I think uh, I think we all are at some point in our lives yeah, a yeah, pro- product of, of a pu- public school. And um, but but that's still that's still not the role of the government. That's the government overstepping their bounds. And and that's the frustrating for me. It's a frustrating thing for me as a Christian is I see the government doing things that they are that God has not really given them in the scriptures power to do. Sure. And so that's the frustrating thing. And, and, and where do you do that? Like, where do you draw the line when in scripture there is no command for government to educate children? Like, how do you how do you decipher in that moment, whether whether the they're overstepping their bounds as the government to educate your children, and 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 I'm thankful right now that people have the opportunity to choose to homeschool and choose to do this. Yeah. But I know that I know the government is trying to in certain states are trying to do away with homeschooling right. because they want their they want your kid they want the kids. Yep. They want kids. They want kids in their institutions. That way they can indoctrinate them into Correct. into what they want. 
and and they can indoctrinate them and have you know transgender people come to their school and 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 do story time and do story time and tell them how you know how how good of a heart I have I'm a good hearted person I'm just you know I just am you know I'm a girl that's trapped in a man's body and uh, like no you, you know we, wasn't we, it w- wasn't it Hillary Clinton that said your kids are not yours yes right the the there are responsibility mm, yeah the government and we see that right we're and ultimately we're, we know we know where this is coming from right yeah. J- this is coming from the enemy. Mm. Okay. Um, but just as Nick said, um, and as we've been talking about, you know, and, and we have this printed on our currency mm-hmm. in God, mm-hmm. we trust. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, let's. So when we talk about the. How government doesn't uphold biblical standards for what government should do. Now, government also doesn't uphold constitutional standards right. for what government should do. Because government, the the institutions of government, right, the branches of government mm. have job descriptions. Mm-hmm. But yet what we see now, we see things like the Supreme Court mm. making laws when that's not their job. They that's can't right. do that. That's right. Well and, and well here here and and, and 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 you guys tell me tell me what you think about this. Our constitution was written based on Christian principles. True. Yes. We are no longer a country that desires to have those Christian principles. That is also true. true. That is how we get to a place where different uh, branches of the government are doing things that they should not be doing. True. Agreed. I, that that's the issue is when you when you base a document like the constitution on biblical christian principles and then your country goes away from those biblical christian principles now you have secular people that don't believe in god trying to interpret a document that was based on christian biblical principles and those two things they don't work right and i think part of the confusion with that is because people always say well there needs to be a separation of church and state that's to protect churches that's to protect churches right but what people don't understand is that is not in the constitution because uh thomas jefferson wrote a letter to a small Baptist church in Dansbury, I think it's Dansbury, Connecticut. Mm. And it's because uh, they were, they were trying to be uh, shut down or overrun by the other churches in the area. And so he's saying that there's a wall that's erected between the church and the state because nine of the 13 colonies had state churches at Mm. the time. Mm. All right. Um, so there's a wall erected between the church and the state in order to protect the church. Mm. So now when he's talking about a separation between church and state or that in the, the First Amendment that uh, there shall be no uh, what, there shall be no one religion. Or, mm. what, what, right. what he's saying is he's saying because these state churches, these states have state churches, we're not going to have one federal church that that's tells right. you whether you right. need that's to be exactly Anglican right. or right. you need right. to be Baptist right. or Method or whatever. Right. And and and, and so and, you mean people take that out of context, just like they do scripture? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 listen, listen, we 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 live. Praise the Lord that we live in a country that have people 
that are free to practice their own religions. Mm-hmm. That that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, obviously, as Christians, we are concerned for them because they are they are at this current time reprobate, right? They are they are, but but we have the truth. We have the truth, and that's why it's of the utmost importance for us to stand for the truth is because we have people of other religions in this country that are like Chris said that are that are going to hell and they need they need the, they need the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ and and so that that is why in the midst of these type of times why it's important that we do stand for truth because the outside world the outside world is looking mm. at Christianity. Well, and that brings up a good point because see the the the, the issue and, and 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 it all comes back to kind of the title of this and why why we're talking about this is how do we respond to these things? Mm-hmm. Because so often in in society, especially right now with everything that's going on and, and it all comes back to the way we do it. If we're going to object, if there and there are clear things that the government is wanting us to do and be a part of as society um, that fly in the face of Scripture, either directly or from a Christian ethics point of view. But how many times have we heard? Oh, you know, I mean, it's it's a it's a almost a it's a stigma that people know what Christians are against. Not mm-hmm. what we're for. Mm-hmm. That you know that that it's automatically assumed that because we're Christians, we're going to be extremely conservative, extremely on the right side, mm-hmm. and 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 you have groups. I mean, that there there are are groups and churches, unfortunately, and across our country that take things to the extreme and go and protest with signs that are hateful and hurtful and do not honor and glorify the Lord. But First Peter two talks about if we're going to do this, why we do it. And 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 I'm just want I just want to read that First Peter two thirteen says submit yourselves there's that word again um, for the Lord's sake to every human institution whether to a king as to one in authority or to governors as sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and the praise of those who do right that mirrors Romans thirteen this is Peter talking that was Paul talking that's right for such is the will of God that by doing right you may silence the ignorance of foolish men. Act as free men, and do not use your freedom as a covering for evil, but use it as bond slaves of God. Honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Mm. And that's it, by doing good. Uh, Paul tells Timothy in 1 Timothy 2 that by doing so, you may live dignified, quiet lives. Mm-hmm. And again, by doing so, we're able to fulfill our mission, preach the gospel right. make disciples because it's and so often we man we get on social media and we get on Facebook and it's just like oh, I'm so against this and then someone from the opposite side responds and what do we do mm. boom mm. both barrels behind a keyboard and 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 that that gives that gives ground to the opposing side absolutely that that you you lose ground and you lose weight behind what you say when we do that 
you you when that and I'm not saying you as in like I'm accusing anyone the general general yeah. generally speaking when when we come at people that way when we really have something good to say nobody's listening no. that's right because you're you're a cl- you're a clanging symbol you have not love first corinthians 13 you 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 are you're a clanging symbol you you're just making noise to them you you may be standing for what the bible says but nobody's going to listen to you because you're because we're always clanging the symbol and running our mouth and talking and we ain't got nothing to say but except cast stones 90% of the time and the 10% of the time when we really want to fight when we really have a fight on our hands that needs to be fought right. we've we've given up we've given our ground because we've just been we've just been running our mouth and running our mouth and running our mouth and about that's it. not the way Christ responded no that's not the way he responded to being crucified. That's right. That's not the way Paul Paul prayed for. He opened for not his mouth. Exactly. For, uh, later on in 1 Peter 2, he didn't, when he reviled, he did not revile in return. While suffering, he uttered no threats, but kept entrusting himself to him who judges righteously. Mm-hmm. Paul prayed for his executioner. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how we respond. Oh, yeah. That's what we do. We respond in love, and, and honestly, the jailer, the jailer, right? Yes, right, exactly. We, we, they didn't the 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 dagum the dagum jails opened up, and 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 the and the guard was about to kill himself, and Paul said, "Don't do that. We're not going anywhere." Like, why? Why? Because that man's soul was mm. more important to Paul oh, than his freedom was. Woo, say it again. That man's soul was more important to Paul than his freedom was. So, to the believer who likes to battle it out on social media, regardless whether or not it's a social issue, a political issue, or to be honest, a biblical issue, is that your motivation? Mm-hmm. Is the person, because there is a person on the mm-hmm. other side of the keyboard, right. is their heart, their soul, their justification, their sanctification, is, the, is that your goal or mm-hmm. is it just you want to be right? Mm-hmm. Because if it's you want to be right, you're in sin mm-hmm. and you need to repent. That's right. And that's something else. And, that, and you don't need to worry. And, and, don't, and don't try to put it on the other person no. either. They They... They they know if if you if you've been a clanging symbol for a while, you they people know they can bait you. That's right, absolutely, and, and they will, and they and they will bait you every chance they get because they know that when you engage in that publicly, that you are giving up ground. They they they, they will pull you in every chance they get. That way, your voice gets quieter. And quiet. You may think you're getting louder, but really what's happening is your voice in the overall scheme is getting quieter. People are listening yep. to you less yep. and less and less and less. And then when you have something good to say, ain't, ain't going to be nobody out there that, that's willing to listen. Well, and, it, and when it comes to the matter of, of, of uh, specifically what we're talking about with government, the lines get blurred. Sure. When it comes to political and social activism to where to where we will look at others as our enemy on the opposing side mm-hmm. when their soul needs Jesus just as much mm-hmm. as the person that may be standing arm in arm with us mm-hmm. from the same party, same political right. views. They need Jesus just as much. And and or that person that you're engaging that with is a brother or sister in yep. Christ. 
And if that's the case, Galatians 6.10, yeah. right? Do Never cease in doing good. Right. Especially to those who are of the household of faith. That's right. How first John, how, how, how do you ain't got the love right. of God right. if you don't love right. one another, man. Right. You, if you're not loving your brother and sister in Christ, you have not the love of God in you. Well, first Corinthians 13, we often see that so much in weddings and everything like that. But in context, and I think we've talked about this before, but in context, that's not talking about the, uh, uh, I mean, it can be applied to marriage relationships, but that's talking about believer to believer. That's right. Patient, kind, not self-seeking, not keeping a record of wrongs, not being rude, not being self-serving and absorbing. But follow verse by verse in that because one leads to the other, leads to the other, leads to the other. And and you shoot you can go to you can go you can go to Second uh, Peter three too yeah, as well yep. and those those just build on one another. What does it end in? Brotherly love. That's right. Right. Add this. Add this. Add this. Add this. And then you have yep. brotherly love. That's that's the that's the result. Right. You know, I still can't. It, it, when when you said it, when, when we're standing, uh, in activism against something. Uh, arm in arm with people, uh, sometimes those people need the gospel as well as the people we're fighting against. And it made me think of um, Christopher Hitchens, right? Mm. Christopher Hitchens is an atheist, or mm. he was an atheist. He's he's passed away now, but he, he was an atheist. But he was an atheist that said the the unborn baby is a baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He didn't make any excuse to say, well, it's, it's a fetus, it's, it's a clump mm-hmm, of cells. Mm-hmm. He said, if if a woman is pregnant, she can only be pregnant with a human baby. Mm-hmm. Right. So so w- would he be out there standing arm in arm with pro I don't know. But at the same time, this is a, it was a man who recognized that that was a baby. Mm-hmm. So... He's an atheist that needs that 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 needed Christ. Yeah, right. I well, mean, and you say the same thing with you. I mean, you could say the same thing about Mormons. I've heard. I've heard. I've. I've yeah. I mean, I've. I've heard. I've heard James. I've heard James White talk about how he was on the. They're on the same page with Mormons about abortion and yep. Catholics and Muslims. Right. I mean, if if you're if you're catching what we're saying here, people who have a religion. Generally, those religions recognize the importance of human life and when it begins, even if they are not Christian religion, even if it's not Christianity. Generally speaking, most religions, even cults like uh, Jehovah's Witnesses or Mormons are saying we we're pro-life because we life begins here. Well, even even so, even being pro-life doesn't necessarily mean that you're pro-life because right right now. They're in Oklahoma. They're trying to pass a bill, or they're trying to get it heard and voted on, mm-hmm. that would make abortion illegal, mm-hmm. criminalize it. Mm-hmm. You have pro-lifers who are opposing this bill. Yeah, and that what does that show? That they're not really pro-life. Well, and and so here's here's something else that I was I was I was getting to uh, also about when you you automatically look at someone with the opposing view as the enemy um, uh, instead of realizing they're a person with a soul that needs saving and sanctifying. Um, and then the people next to you, the same thing. But but he, here becomes an issue. If all your, if your focus is politics and social justice 
above the gospel and above the true mission, then how likely are you to stand with those people who may not be believers? And now, so, so what's going to happen is the possibility is the, uh, some unbiblical principles and perspectives you're going to catch. If that's your goal, Thomas Watson, and I sent this quote to you yesterday. Thomas Watson said this when it comes to false teachers, but I think it applies here as well. Um, if you visited a friend who had the plague, what is more likely that he would catch your health or that you would catch his plague? Hmm. So what I'm saying yet, and I'm kind of going kind of roundabout here, is just be careful. Let scripture inform what you're passionate about and your mission and your identity and who you are mm -hmm. and not politics and not social activism because if you're not careful if you're, you're not careful align yourself with exactly. people that you, didn't, that you don't exactly. want to be aligned yeah. with exactly. i mean think about we we see it in the south a lot right people who assume or, or who <clears throat> we would assume are christians right and, and they they line up on the same side as us, but their argument is not for biblical principles. Their argument is basically for America, mm. and they enter it because they're all political, mm -hmm. and they believe because they think they've read the Bible, uh, this verse and that verse, and once or twice, well, America, mm -hmm. right? And that and that's the, the gist of their argument. They, it goes no further than that. I mean, look, y'all, I used to be as, uh, I used to be one of those guys who well, I was like, hey, Civil disobedience is okay. Mm. I was one of those guys to where when I saw a gun-free zone, I'm like, and? Um, I'm going to exercise my I'm Second Amendment right. And I was. Mm. Now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't brag about it like on social media, but I would tell my friends, I'm like, hey, civil disobedience, not against the law. They can't arrest me. All they can do is ask me to leave. Um, and, 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 and look, I'm not saying I'm... <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to bash America. I'm not trying to bash being a gun owner because I am. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to do, to do any of that. But what I'm saying is I, we have a responsibility. What is the goal? Why do you commit civil disobedience? What is the purpose? Is it to glorify God or make much of yourself? Really? And it was for me, it was to make much of myself. Or, like, to, well, I can, or to push. I can do that. Or to push an agenda. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, because like... I think I think it's I think very quickly we can have a good intention right and by aligning ourselves with uh, with those people we can end up we can end up uh off the rails um and b because uh good intentions are are fantastic but all they are is our intentions and when you when you get your vision clouded by a cause rather than by the Bible, then you've already compromised yourself. You've made the vision and cause your idol. You, 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 you've, you've, you've gone away, you've gone away from, uh, from doing things in a biblical manner. Now, let me, let me give an example. A couple years ago, maybe, maybe it was last year because every now Yesterday. and then, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, at some point, not today. But uh, I was listening to talk radio while I was working, and Herman Cain was, and I'm going to say his name because I actually wrote him a message after I heard this, um, but I was listening to his radio program, and he was talking about a guy who called into his show, they went out to eat, and he began to pray for his meal, and he told the story about how this guy who was sitting at the table next to him was a Muslim, 
got up, came over to his table, and started talking about how him praying for his food offended him. And the guy who was on the phone said, well, this is America, and I have freedom of religion, and I don't care if it offends you. I'm going to pray for my food. And at that point, and Herman Cain was, he was rejoicing in this. And the, what went through my head was, okay, you've just made America and freedom of religion your idol. Because how should I respond in that way? Well, first I should sit him down and I should give him the gospel, right? Because it, it's not very loving for me to say, I don't care that it offends you. I have the right to do it. Therefore, I'm going to do it. That's not very biblical. But instead, what I should do is I should give him the gospel. And that's what I, when I wrote to Herman Cain, I said, the problem is people are Americans before they are Christians, what we need to be, because because America is is a country that will that will pass away like every other country, right? And I love America. I'm proud to be an American. I think that that we do and we are blessed to live in the greatest country in the world. Uh, but we have to understand if we are in Christ, we're part of something bigger than America, and we need to be Christians before we are Americans. Mm. And that involves loving other people and giving them the gospel. Well, I, I, I love this country, and I, I would identify myself as patriotic and, um, and love American history. And, but, but, but the truth of it is we are in this world, but not of it. Our citizenship is in heaven. And, and mm. Philippians 3 uh, says just that. Philippians 3, 20 and 21, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which also we eagerly wait for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform the body of our humble state into conformity with the body of his glory by the exertion of the power that he has even to subject all things to himself. Um, and, and, and that's, man, what, what a great reminder. Yeah, and I'm... <clears throat> I struggle with a little bit with what you just said, Drew. I really do. Um, I, I, I struggle with... Uh, because I have, I have this... Uh, I have this growing callous on my heart to people who want to talk about how things make them feel. And... And and, and and that need that that's something that I need to check my own heart about for sure and, and I, I'm willing to admit that I, I'm I'm struggling with that because I, I struggle with saying things like that even on the pod, podcast already already today in this podcast I mentioned I said how I feel and then I went back and changed yeah, it, be, it yeah. because because I I ha- when you when you said yeah this man this Muslim walked over here here and said what you're doing makes me feel this way or offends me I I my te- my tendency is to say I'm gonna continue to pray for my food I don't think I would tell him to like go kick rocks I don't think that I would be rude about it but I think that I think that at that point. I would have to have a conversation with, and 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 I want to give him the gospel. I mean, I'm not saying I'm I'm I want, I want him to have the gospel, sure, sure. but 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 for for me to for me to change 
what I feel strongly about, about my, my faith in Jesus. And, and for me to change that based on the way you feel in that moment, I'm just going to tell you right now, that's not going to sit well with me. Right. Yeah. It, it, and, 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 and don't take that as I'm trying to say, well, you need to not do that. Right. But, you know, it, because if you pray for your food, well, yeah, pray for your food. But, you know, we also need to have the conversation with this, that's right. This Muslim of, guy. of why we're praying, like that, this yes. is this is what Jesus has done, right. right? And 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 there's a great that that's an opening for a conversation to me. Yeah. But I but I am not going to not do what I feel is strongly in my conscience about and right. my spirit. Right. I'm not going to not do that because I make someone feel a certain way, right. and and so I just. You know, and I'm not saying I, I'm not I'm not saying that you were saying that. I'm just mm-hmm. I I have this I have this place right now where I don't I don't care what people feel right. I don't mm-hmm. I don't want you to come and talk to me and tell me how something makes you feel. Mm-hmm. Like I just ha- I just have this growing animosity toward that word mm-hmm. because your feelings come from your heart and your right. heart is wicked above all things. And mm. your feeling is going to, your feelings are going to change from one minute mm. to the next minute, to the next minute, to the next minute, to the next minute. And I don't, I, I'm not, I don't want to offend people, mm. but if, if my faith offends someone in that way, don't come to me and tell me that I've offended you because mm. I'm, 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 that's not gonna. That's not gonna hold any water with me. Yeah. Now I do think, because feelings are real and we have to deal with them, I think there is a time and a place to sit down with someone and discuss their feelings. Oh yeah. But oh, that's yeah. something you've got to measure out. Oh sure. Y- y- Absolutely. I mean, yeah. we. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, we, we're all. I mean, we're all married. We have conversations with our wives about you know how how you know how this made me feel or how. Oh, I, I get. I definitely get that, but. I don't, I don't, I don't want some, I don't want a, I don't want a transgender person coming to me and telling me, Hey, uh, you made me feel uncomfortable. And, and I think about, I think about like Catholics, these, some of these Catholic schools, right. Where, where they've, they've actually fired just in the past couple of weeks, they've fired some, some people who have been employed there for, for like 10, 12, 15 years because they were, they were in, they were living with they were living and in, in, in involved in a homosexual relationship and the school found out and the school stood for the doctrine of the Catholic church and that we don't believe that this is right. And, and, and now people in those schools are saying, I don't feel safe with my child at that school. Right. That, yeah. That's to me, that's what I mean when I think of yeah. feelings yeah, yeah, yeah. like you make, you make me feel unsafe. I'm no, no, you're, you're that, that, that doesn't nobody nobody feels unsafe because they a school fired someone for a particular reason. Yeah, I mean that's just to me that's 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 not valid. Right. And 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 so and, and I don't want to get I'm I'll, I'm 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 gonna beat a dead horse. But. Well, and I'm gonna I'm gonna come at this from a different way. Okay, so hold on to your butts. I uh, personally. Um, have struggled with throughout the years, whether or not, what, what is, what is the, yes, I'm, I'm thankful for the food that the Lord blesses me with. 
But and maybe maybe this is a little too, um, I don't, for lack of a better word, legalistic of me. But when I see that Jesus says not to just stand on the street corner and pray uh, for public gain, um, you know. So so here's how I would approach that, and here's how I would approach what you're saying too. Um, we all have liberties as believers, correct? That's we all right. have freedoms. Yeah. Uh, there, there are portions, big chunks and huge portions of the Levitical law that have been fulfilled in Christ. So we no longer have to be careful what food we eat, what we drink. Um, you know, but scripture is clear that why everything is permissible, not everything is beneficial. Paul said in first Corinthians nine, when it comes to the use of Liberty, it's Romans 14 too. Mm -hmm. For though I am free from all men. I have made myself a slave to all that I may win more. To the Jews, I became a Jew so that I might win Jews. To those who are under the law as under the law, though not being myself under the law, so that I might win those who are under the law. To those who are without the law as without the law, though not being without the law of God, but under the law of Christ so that I may win those who are without law. To the weak I became weak, that I may win the weak. I have become all things to all men, so that I may by all means save some. I do all things for the sake of the gospel, so that I may, be, may become a fellow partaker in it. And then he goes on to talk about it's, 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 it's running a race. Uh, uh, and and, and um, uh, he compares it to, to uh, games that were going on in, in, in that time. Um, uh, so and then in verse 27, he says, but I discipline my body and make it my slave so that uh, so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified. So that mm -hmm. person that was with Herman Cain, in my opinion, disqualified himself by his response. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, if someone comes to me, as hard as it may be for me, one of the things that I have been praying for for myself is because, Nick, I'm the same way, man. When someone comes at me with feelings, well, you're sitting here talking about the guy. You know, if someone listens to this episode, you're talking about the government and how we shouldn't do this, and that makes me feel X, Y, Z. I hope that person comes to me or us with those things because that's the biblical response, number one. Sure. Number two, I hope they do because it will give an opportunity to make myself a slave to them. Mm. It gives me an opportunity to preach the gospel to them, believer or not. It gives me an opportunity, if they are weak, to become weak. If they are strong, to be strong so that I may save some and win more. Mm -hmm. So if someone comes to me and says, hey, you offended me because you prayed for your meal or I felt um, attacked, I felt, look, my first response should be, well, I'm very sorry that I made you feel that way. Mm -hmm. You know, can we? Would you like to sit down? Would you like to have a conversation? Mm -hmm. And if they say no, great. I'm, again, I'm so sorry. God bless you. Have a great day. Mm -hmm. If they sit down, fantastic. Have a conversation with them. Um, but know where that person is. Uh, and that's, that's not easy to do. Right. That's very, very difficult. That, that requires us dying to ourselves mm -hmm. and in that way taking up our cross. And, and again, remembering that it's not about us. Our right. response to these things that we're talking about is for the glory of God and the joy and salvation and sanctification of those around us. Mm -hmm. That's our mission. And it isn't, hey, this is your mission, should you choose to accept it? No, that's a command. Mm -hmm. Preach the gospel, make disciples, be weak to those who are weak. Be, make yourself a slave for all. Mm -hmm. So while I may be free to do 
not whatever I want. I'm not promoting antinomianism or being licentious. I'm just saying I shelve that, that liberty. And we as believers, especially men, we shelve that to become a slave to all that we might save some. Mm-hmm. So, and, 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 and I think, and that wasn't issued as a rebuke to anybody that uh, just, just that. Yeah, yeah no, sure, yeah, yeah, you no, I mean, it's, it, and, and I, and I also, I, I think, I think Romans, I think Romans 14, uh, is also a, a great place to really, uh, to really talk about. And, and, and I know that that's a difference. I mean, we're, we're talking about people with, within the church, right? Uh, but, you know, whatever you eat or drink, you know, but, but I think there, there also is, there also is this, this idea that, uh, that Paul puts forth in Romans 14 of the, the weaker brother, or mm. it, it does not put his yoke upon the one who has liberty either. Correct. Now, absolutely. But that, now, but that's in that's within the church. That's believer right, right? to believer. That, that's, yeah. that's believer yeah. to believer. Yeah. So we're talking about a little bit different different situation here. Um, but um, you know, I think I think that they're uh, inside the church. It's got to go both ways. You can't put your yoke upon me. And because I may be a stronger in a certain area, but I also can't flaunt my freedom in front of you Correct. and cause you to stumble there you either. Go. So, um, and, and, and that's the most important thing. Galatians 6.10 again, right? We need to take care of each other in the household of faith. And that's, 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 right. that's first and foremost uh, before outsiders. That's that's before outsiders. We need to never cease in doing good, especially to those who are household of faith. Um, but... Uh, that's also assuming that the church is doing what the church should be doing too. Um, but, uh, no, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I, I totally get, I totally get what you're saying. And that's a, that's, that's a little bit of a blind spot for me because, but, but that's because that's be, that's because of, I think that's coming from government in certain ways, beating into trying to beat into our heads that we need to just, that we need to just capitulate to everything right. that society is deciding to say right. is right and good and true, and it's not. Those things are not right, good, right and good right. and true. And 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 when you when you want me to say because of your feelings that what you what you're doing is good and right and true, I'm not going to I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to do that. Sure. And and so that's just where that's where my kind of callousness is coming from, I guess. And uh and and I think that that's being I think that the government is promoting that and that that that's that's where I'm not mad at, I'm not mad at transgender people or homosexuals. I'm not mad at them. I'm 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 frustrated that I'm being told by the people that I'm to submit to that that I that we have to say that that's right mm-hmm. and that we have to rejoice in that. That's what's frustrating to me. And well, and, sure. and so yeah, and, agreed. And, and so I'm not I'm I would never I would never have a, ha, not have a conversation with a transgender person about the gospel. I want to give them the gospel. Sure. But but I I'm also not going to I'm also not going to celebrate that sin either. You know, I'm also going to fight against laws mm-hmm. that you know, the government trying to pass a law that says, you know, I, that my tax dollars need to pay for a transgender to have a surgery. 
no, I, I, that's something we need to fight against mm-hmm. because what we're doing is we're enabling that sin mm-hmm. and, and, and to put that into law and to put that upon us and put that yoke upon us, I find that to be, uh, I find that to be reprehensible from the government. Now let's take well, that. Well, ta- one second. I okay. mean, and, and it is, but we got to remember, man, that that's a battle we're not going to win. It, we're not going to win that battle. Yeah. We're not. Romans 1. We've mentioned it already once. Yeah. It is going to get worse. Our mm-hmm. responsibility, unfortunately, in that example, and I hate it, mm-hmm. render to Caesar what is Caesar's. And you know what? Yes, speak up. Mm-hmm. Do it Do it with respect. Mm-hmm. Do it in gentleness. Do it with love. Be mm-hmm. firm. Speak up. Absolutely. But... Yeah, realize I'll, you're not gonna, and yeah. I'm not saying you. I'm yeah. not saying you. You we, think we, that, but we, we're not gonna win we this battle. We can't not pay our taxes. Absolutely, you can't. You can't. You, you can't not pay. And your scripture's taxes. clear about that. Yeah, Jesus you, said it. Paul right, said it. Peter right, said it. Right. Like we, it's, it's like, like yeah. okay, you can't. And that's get the only. That. That's the only way in that situation, or where where taxes are being are paying for abortions, or taxes are paying for transgender reassignment surgeries, or whatever like that. I, there's nothing. There's nothing we can do about that. No, we you you we have to pay. We have to pay our taxes, otherwise, otherwise you go to jail, right? Uh, and, and and there there is a way to fight against it. That's right. right. I mean, sure. especially yeah. in our country, we oh, yeah. have the uh, you know elections. Right. That, that that's ha- that's one way that we fight against it. We you know we can also write to our senators because mm-hmm. um, they're well, supposed to be representatives of us. And, and, and let's talk about that for a second. Mm-hmm. And 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 I'm I'm going to make this clear. This is this is my opinion. Mm. The government is not the standard for morality. No, you know, legis- legislated morality doesn't work. Legislated morality does not save souls. Reg- legislated morality does not um, change hearts. The gospel through the power of the Holy Spirit is what does that. We can. We- but 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 having said that, though. I would rather have laws that say abortion is illegal. Oh, oh no, absolutely. I mean, no, 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 no. I'd, ra- I'd rather yeah, yeah. there be laws. I'm that not say saying that. that. I'm not that saying is, that. That, Thank that you. is illegal, and you can't do that. Rather than it's a free for all, and we're just going to have everybody doing it. I feel like that's a you complete me moment. Nick just right. completed my thought for me. <laughs> right, no, right. no, because no, and, and and that's absolutely true. We, you know, absolutely. You, you, but but we shouldn't expect that. Uh, you know. So when it comes to voting, let's talk about that. Um. That yes, our responsibility as citizens of of the United States of America, and and it's a good responsibility is to vote. That's where as Al, I like the way Albert Mueller talks about it. That's and, where and I believe things should change, mm-hmm. right? I, I think, and, and let's just kind of clear this up here. Voting is a privilege, but it's not necessarily a right because sure. if if it was a right, well then people in prison would also be still able to vote. More but once you get, but yeah. once you get once you get put in prison, you lose the privilege to vote. Correct. Uh, so, so voting's not necessarily a right; mm-hmm. it's a privilege. Right. Mm-hmm. So, as mm-hmm. as a believer, as a Christian, yes, absolutely, you exercise that privilege mm-hmm. to vote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. So, but now, as far as who to vote for and how to vote, man, that's a that's a conversation. That is uh, because it's not just like you and I, Drew, were talking about. It's not just, unfortunately, in today's in today's society, it's not just who you're voting for, but it's who you're voting against uh, and, and what they stand for. And I think, I mean, we've already talked about, I mean, one of the big key things is, look, I mean, if, if there's a party, uh, whether it's Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Independent, whatever, that's supporting the, the murder of children, 
Um, well, I would say then, all the sins of Romans one. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good way to say that. So, but there may be times that you abstain from voting, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. and that may rub some people the wrong way by saying that. But, but because there's and, nothing and, wrong and, with and that. And there's a lot of people that will say, well, if you didn't vote, you don't have a right to speak out against this. No. Well, not if my standard is biblical, and I say, well, I fell back on biblical principles. Now what? But just because you don't vote as a citizen, just talking about from a citizen of this country standpoint, just because you don't vote doesn't mean you don't have a right to talk about it. Right. The, the, it may affect change in your life and affect your life and the lives of your family and the people that are around you. So, yeah, you can talk about it. But but again, it all comes back to my whole point is mm-hmm. how and why. Mm-hmm. What's the mission? What's and, the goal? And, and <clears throat> this is this is this is where I sh- Federal federal government. Uh, I'm I'm for small government. I mean, I'll just I'll just put it out there. And and I think that the local governments should be the ones that are deciding most of the laws. Mm-hmm. That that's my that's my personal opinion. I, I don't know the 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 history of of that, but. I I believe I believe that all the way down to from city to city, that people should be able to decide their their own whether whether or not you carry guns, mm-hmm. whether or not you uh, are going to be pro LGBT, all that other stuff, right? What? Bada bing, bada boom. I, I don't think I, I, I. That's where that's where what Drew said earlier with the federal judges, the Supreme Court. That's 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 their job. Their job is from the local level where things are are happening. It, it, it's 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 almost impossible to get stuff to the Supreme Court. It, it, it because and it, it it used to be it should be almost impossible to get mm-hmm. something there yep. because it should be decided before that that's right and 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 so i think the federal government has just completely uh mucked up the way the way that our system is is a democracy is meant to function mm-hmm. uh from the small up to the big not the big and then just the big to just decides everything blanket for all of the small. That's right. And the, and, that, and that's just that's just the way I view it. And, and you're right because uh, each state has its own local government, right? A state capital that has its own Supreme Court judges, mm-hmm. own and House of Representatives. That's right. And so each state has its own laws, right? And if you don't like the laws of that state. Traditionally, what you would do is you would up and you would move to another state. Mm-hmm. That's how it's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now people feel, well, you need to do things the way mm-hmm. I think you should do them, right. and therefore we're going to go above your head and we're going to try to take yeah. this to the federal right. court. And 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 and, <laughs> and ultimately, politics has just become a game, and where there are not that many people, even on the local level. And I, I don't, I don't know, not that many people, but there are, there are, I think there are many people on the local level that when they, when they go to Washington to represent their local congregations, their local people, 
they're not going there to really do that. Right. They're going there to play the play the game of the federal government. And and that's and that's where that's where I think we really are losing traction to really for for people like us to really have an impact on on law on what yeah. what laws get passed well that's uh years ago when ted kennedy's seat became available in massachusetts uh i think the guy's name was scott brown that that ran for a seat that got elected mm. he he went he he ran saying he was going to be a senator for the people. He's going to listen to the people, do all this for the people, whatever the people want. He's going to have the open ear. He got there and fell right into the game. Mm. Started playing the game. That's right. And and you and you and 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 that's 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 where we've just the whole thing has been flipped upside down, right? And now it's just cyclical, and it's just we're we're in, we're in a bad way. We're 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 in a bad way. Because everybody just wants to uh, play the game, and not many people really are going into it to really truly represent the local people. And I think what people need to do, if we're voting, going back to voting, if we're voting for representatives, if we're voting for Senate, whether it be local or on the federal level, we need to hold them accountable. Because what's going to happen, say, let's just take abortion. Mm. Abortion will never be abolished in this country because Republicans need something on their ticket to run with. They need something to say, I vote for me because I'm going to fight for abortion mm. fight, or fight against abortion. Mm. Well, once you get abortion uh, uh, done away with now, what? Mm. Well, they, that's why the the biggest opposition to abortion is the pro life movement. Mm-hmm. That's why in in Georgia hmm. we've got a, a a bill that's 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 going through the final processes of trying to be passed in the House, uh, uh, the heartbeat bill, mm-hmm. which would make abortion illegal after a a heartbeat is detected mm-hmm. in a baby, which mm-hmm. is about six six roughly weeks. six weeks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They they introduced the bill. They said. No, you've got to add certain things. You've got to add rape, incest, health of the mother, okay? Then they came back. It's passed through the Senate, and I think it's got to go back through the House. Uh, what that does is that still allows for abortion mm-hmm. because now <clears throat> what, what constitutes the health of the mother? Anything that the mother and the doctor agree upon is is, yeah. is detrimental to her health. Yeah. Well, e- <laughs> I hate to go all post mill here, but <laughs> you know, in, incre- incrementalism is not necessarily a bad thing. You know, it's it's better than tw- it's better than twenty weeks. Yeah, but y- you're still back. Uh, you haven't really done anything because the still the same standard as to why you get an abortion is still in place. Right. So a woman can still say, "This is what happened." I need an abortion. Right. And who's to say, well, that doesn't actually constitute your health right. or, or, or your life or whatever, because it, it's look, what, ultimately it's whatever the woman and her doctor decide is. Yeah. So, well, that's and, detrimental. And, and, here's, and, and here's, here's the issue with all of it. This book, mm-hmm. Absolute Truth, okay, mm-hmm. it cannot be amended. That's right. Scripture is clear about the fact that Scripture cannot be amended. You can't add, you can't take away. Our Constitution, there's a process mm-hmm. In the Constitution for amending the Constitution. And it has been done throughout the years and will continue to be done. Look, the point is, with all of this, 
Um, but just just addressing that real quick. I don't. The heartbeat bill to me, it should be at conception. I don't care if it's one day. Well, we would all we would all well, agree. Yeah. We, uh, okay. We, 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 so I, so. And I think I think any yeah absolutely. All Christians. Yeah. Would I'm, say not, that. I'm not saying I'm not saying we don't disagree with that. Um, what I'm saying is is how we respond to that. How do we respond to that? What do we do? Do we go down to the abortion clinics and protest with signs and yell at people? Uh, uh, I think there's a way uh, that you can. I think there's a, if you're going to give the gospel in order to save the lives of babies, uh, sure. I think I think it depends on how you do it and what's your motive behind it, sure. right? So, and this is what, you know, Apologia out in Arizona, they do it so well. They go... I've they, seen some videos. Yeah. Th- they yeah. preach the gospel, and, and what they want to do is they want to stop women from murdering their babies. They want to save the lives of babies, but they give the gospel. They offer up. They say whatever medical stuff you need, we will provide it. If you if you want to give your baby up for adoption, we have people on standby. We have lawyers on standby with paperwork and people that are ready to adopt your baby. You know. If you want to keep the whatever, mobile sonograms and the, yeah, 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 we will provide what you need and so that you don't murder your baby. So I think there's a right way to do it, sure. but there's also a wrong way to do it. Oh, if, yeah. if you're standing outside picketing saying you're going to hell for murdering your baby, you know, uh, no, your motive isn't to actually save lives and bring people to the gospel. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, uh, I, I go back to the passage I, I ended with our sufficiency of scripture episode. Be on guard so that you're not carried away by error. You know, know your Bible. Um, let scripture inform how you, here's the key word. See, there are two R words. One of them is not good and one of them is how you're supposed to respond, not react. Mm, yeah. Be quick to listen, slow to speak. Um, and let scripture and it's all of its sovereignty and sufficiency inform um, our lives and how we respond to things and people and governments and laws and everything else. So as, as awful and as harsh and as cruel as they may be, we, we look at the examples of Paul, we look at the examples of Peter and ultimately look at the example of Christ himself. Now, how did he deal with Pontius Pilate, how did he deal with the Pharisees? How did he deal with what happened to him? We are called to follow suit. Now, here's a something we we talked about this the other night. The idea of revolt, Christian revolt, and dissension, right? Because MacArthur, when he did his interview with Ben Shapiro, mm-hmm. he said Christians don't revolt; they don't lead revolts. As far but as offensive. As far, and, as, far yeah. as offensive. But there is a time for dissension. Sure. So, we talked about that. So, so now my question is, at what point does dissension become revolt? Uh, depends on how you define the terms, I would say, number one. And then number two is, uh, it, I, for <laughs> me, I, I think it would become revolt when, uh, and again, this may rub some people the wrong way, and I used to feel this way. Mm-hmm. You know, don't tread on me. Come and take them, mm-hmm. right? Sure, sure. Come knock on my door yeah. and and try to take them, and 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 you're going to get them. Both magazines, and then I'm going to reload. And you know, mm-hmm. um, I used to feel that way. 
But that's when it becomes revolt. Mm -hmm. We can dissent and say, well, I mean, this does go against the Constitution, the Second Amendment. This, you know, uh, this goes against, uh, I mean, if it's something that goes against Scripture, we can dissent and, right. and say, you be the judge. Mm -hmm. it, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what God commands me to do. Right. And so whatever you have to do, I willingly submit to. Mm -hmm. So now, so, and, and I guess more the, the the train of thought I'm going is because uh, so MacArthur is out in he's out in California. Yep. And they're not far away from being socialist state, right? They, they're not far. So what happens when their local government says you must stop preaching and speaking out against homosexuality, and if you don't, we're going to come in and we're going to shut you down. So if he's now. He he must obey God instead of man, mm -hmm. and he he would mm -hmm. faithfully absolutely, which is dissent. Mm -hmm. He he would he would rely upon God. Yep. But say he remains to do that. At what point they come in and shut him down? Is his continuing to either stand outside on the street corner and proclaim the truth of God? Does that become or viewed at as revolt against? The government. Well, again, going back to going back to what Nick said about feelings, um, when we were talking about that, I mean, if, if somebody's going to view that as revolt, mm -hmm. it very well may not be. It's just continued mm -hmm. dissension. Then they're going to view it as revolt. That's a battle you can't. Again, you cannot win that battle. Um, you you continue to be faithful to Scripture. Mm -hmm. You continue to respect. You continue to show dignity and love, uh, and 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 maturity, um, and but you, trust. But you preach the gospel absolutely, and trust as, as Jesus did, as First Peter says, you entrust yourself to the one who judges fairly. Mm. But you, absolutely, you continue to preach the gospel. You you continue to call sinners to repent and believe. You continue to call believers to be sanctified by His truth. His word is truth. Mm -hmm. um, but but that's how you do it. But yeah. you don't organize a march on the state no. capitol. Uh, no 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 no. I'm I'm good with that, I'm I'm good with that. I'm I, I think, you know, because I, and, I'm and, I'm a little bit I'm a little bit more uh, feisty, I guess is the word. I, I'm I but, have been told you're a little intense on the. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I get I guess I just you know and and I I've we we were all rebels, right? Sure. I mean, yeah. in terms of sin and in terms Absolutely. of uh in terms of our uh our nature, uh, our natural tendency uh to sin, but by by the evidence in my life, I have been a rule breaker, a willful rule breaker throughout my entire life. I hope nobody at North Cobb Christian listens to this, but I Every day, I park in a parking spot that's not an actual parking spot. <laughs> every every day, every day, I I go to I go to work and I don't tuck my shirt in. I have I, seen the way you dress some and, days and, up there, and <laughs> and I I have never in my life, even since I've been a Christian, have I been a rule follower. That's just that's not who I am. I I've, I rebelled as a teenager. I did what I wanted. I'm just not a rule. I'm not a rule. I'm not a rule guy. I'm not a rule follower. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so I think that feeds my uh, my feistiness a little bit because I don't really care what people think most of the time. 
and so I know I know that's that's probably not good, and there's probably some 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 issues in my heart that need to be dealt with there. Uh, but generally speaking, I don't. I'm cool with I'm cool with organizing a march and you know going up to the Capitol and screaming things at people. I I'm I'm down I'm about it I'm all about that, uh, and that, and that's probably not good. But you know that's uh, I, I, I know I know that I differ from uh, from these other two guys here. But uh, maybe from I, me I don't think you differ from him. I, I'm 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm in support of a of of slight bit of anarchy. I think a slight bit of anarchy is is a good thing, uh, and and I, I and I'm cool with revolts. I, I think there is a time and a place to have a revolt. Um, I think it's I think it need, it needs to be done wisely, and I think it, you know. It, but I but I think revolt I think revolts are, I think when our country that is now a country that wasn't a country then revolted against England. I think that was a good thing. I mean, I mean, I think, and 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 so I think that there is a time and a place for a, for a revolt, um, for dissent to turn into a revolt, um, if you will. And uh, so, well, I you would know. think. Well, just going back to the American Revolution, uh, because in England it was called the Protestant Revolt, mm-hmm. uh, but when we look at it historically, uh, at the first shot. Right, mm-hmm. um, took place. Uh, the Reverend Jonas Clark took place in his field. Uh, the men from his church. He brought out biblical principles, and he said, "God does not bless an offensive war." He said, "Do not fire unless fired upon." Mm-hmm. And, and I agree with that. By and the way, it was, and it was in that moment when the redcoats fired upon us mm-hmm. which started the whole thing mm-hmm. so it was now was were contextualizing we contextualizing that is truck is very very, <laughs> yeah. very 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 difficult what 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 is it that a christian could say they fired that, upon that's me a, that's yeah. the first shot that was fired well, i mean that's almost impossible to contextualize well, because i feel like shots are being taken all the time well, and, and while I'm ultimately thankful for the American Revolution, hello, we're here, right? Right. Love mm-hmm. this country, love mm-hmm. the freedoms that we have. But mm-hmm. l- go, let's go back before that shot, right? Mm-hmm. Where uh, you had the Boston Massacre, mm-hmm. right? It was John Adams who defended Redcoats, right? But you also had the Boston Tea Party. Mm. Right. What what happened? Unjust ta- uh, taxation, mm. uh, where the people of Boston went aboard the ship and threw barrels of tea into the harbor. Mm. You know, that is cracks a, me up. By the way, that that is a form of revolt mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. that shot that right. was fired. Sure, sure. So 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 while. There is back and forth on who fired the first shot mm-hmm. because none of us were actually there. Right. We can only go by <clears throat> what was written. Mm-hmm. But th- there were instances of revolt before that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's... I, I I think this is a I think this is a great conversation to have. I think it's something that, uh, you know, Christians should 
should sure. be considering and thinking about from a biblical perspective and w- from a worldview that is centered on uh, the fact that we have been called and and chosen and uh, called to be uh, of this w- uh, in the world, but not of the world, and mm-hmm. um, you know you get a little uh, two kingdom two kingdom type of theology there. And yeah, we'll have to talk about that one day. Yeah, two kingdom theology. So, um, but <clears throat> you know, I, I'm. This has been a good conversation. Yeah, it's been a very good conversation, and and and. Uh, you know, because for Christians, it's going to get harder and harder. That's it. Uh, it's going to get harder and harder for us to do things in a biblical way because it's going to come at us more and more and more forcefully, and it's going to be harder and harder for us to be uh, gracious and patient. Um, but, uh, but you know, Chris makes good points about, you know, being all things to all people and, um, you know. It's hard. That doesn't mean go to the strip club, no, and, and be uh, and be a uh, a buddy to someone who is hanging out at the strip club. That's not what that means. Mm. It's not. A, it's not. A, it's not a license for uh, sin. Amen. Good job. Well, that's going to do it. But before we get out of here, we are going to announce the winner of our book giveaway. <laughs> the winner of the book giveaway, Josh. Lofthus. I hope I'm saying that right. If if we're not, I'm sorry, Josh. Yeah. But congratulations. You won the book. So Great book. Yeah. Gonna get your information and we'll send that to you ASAP. Yeah, Josh, if you follow us, uh well you do follow us, you have to in order to be That's right. eligible for this. Send That's us right. uh send us a DM, man, with your uh contact information and we will get in touch with you and get that book in the mail. ASAPE. And you better listen to this episode quick, because if you hang out and we don't we don't get your information for like a month, you're gonna lose the book. That's right. It might go to, to me because Nick. <laughs> Nick hasn't. Yeah. Been <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that'll do it for this episode of Matter of Theology. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We love you. We appreciate you. Be blessed. Go in the grace of God. Good day.